Yes, sir, boys. Welcome back to the Toe Tap NFL podcast where we talk about anything and everything football. I'm your host, Nick Cashup, and with me here is my fellow podcaster, Caden Davies. So this week, guys, we're recapping week two in the NFL, all 16 games. Um, we're kind of doing this as a weekly thing. Every week, we'll release an episode about two, or Tuesday or Wednesday, just recapping all the games that happened that weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, just disclaimer before we start, um, we're recording this on Zoom because social distancing. And we are both 13, so if you notice any glitches or something wrong, please send us a message or do something. We're trying to learn. Okay. Yep. So, first off, I, I got to get this one out of the way. You guys know I'm a Seahawks fan. Patriots at Seahawks. Oh, my God. Super Bowl 49 rematch, and this time the Pats got stuffed at the one. Perfect. Um, Cam <laughs> Newton was great. Uh, he accounted for three total touchdowns, two rushing, one passing. Uh, Edelman played all right, 180 yards. Russell Wilson should be the MVP of the league. He's thrown nine touchdowns and only 11 incompletions in two games. That's insane. Um, DK Metcalf absolutely bullied Stephon Gilmore, the reigning defensive player of the year. Um, He's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got the good looks, just everything. Um, Jamal Adams for defensive player of the year. He, He did everything. He was blitzing. He was guarding. He was like, Anything you could have asked for, he had. Um, Quentin sure. Dunbar absolutely robbed Cam Newton in the path of a drive. Um, <laughs> and overall, the defense just played amazing. That's including that goal line stop at the end. So, yeah, mm-hmm. anything you got to say about that? Well, yeah, I just want to say I, I agree with you. I'm not a Seahawks fan, but, like, I watched the game and Russ was cooking. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, when he's throwing dimes like that, crazy. He's he's unstoppable. That dime to DK. Oh my gosh, you see that play? Of course. Crazy. Like he can make throws that a lot of other quarterbacks in the league can't make. And that makes him special and for sure an MVP contender. Like you said, Cam Newton played well. Um he's good for the Patriots because like he's like you said, he can hurt you in both the running and the passing game, which is really helpful. Um, but honestly, I thought Patriots were gonna get it with that comeback drive in the fourth quarter. Um, I thought they were gonna get it. Honestly, I did. They were moving the chains and I thought they were gonna convert on that for on that last play of the game with three seconds left. Yeah, uh, one more thing. The refs completely missed a PI call. Very like on that third down where where Wilson threw deep to lock it on like the Seahawks final drive, it was pass interference and the refs didn't call it. But then they call it on the Seahawks on Trey Flowers. I think it was. I don't remember. But yeah. Oh, and um, one more thing. Um, another reason that Russ is having so much success. Um, it's because, well, this I I think from just from watching the games, I think it was two years ago. Um, Russ was throwing 37% of the time on first and 10. Now it's 54%. Daryl, sorry, not Daryl, but Brian Schottenheimer is really, really letting him play, and it's working out. Yeah. I mean, he's letting – I mean, with the whole let Russ cook thing, I'm not sure it's related to that because Russ has said in both interviews from the past two couple games, team first and all that. But – Really, I I agree with you with the first and ten stat about how he's throwing a lot more percent of the time. 
I think the Seahawks, in order to be one of the top contenders in the NFC, are going to need to, in the earlier parts of the game, not just focus on establishing the running game, um, but also getting involved in the passing game. And I think they did that in last week's game versus the Patriots and in week one. Yeah, Rust is playing really well and using all his targets around him. Will Disley, DK Metcalf, he's using everyone. And he's Freddie they're doing touchdown. The defense, if I can I have one more note on the game? I mean okay, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well I just want to say the Seahawks defense stepped up big on that last play. LJ Collier and Leno Hill. Two guys that like saved the day. LJ Collier had that like Madden cut stick tackle, and then Leno Hill. He took the big guys and he took the Patriots blocking just out of the play. I disagree with the play call on that last play. They ran that play with Cam Newton all game. I thought they should have gone to a different pass or like the one where Cam Newton steps up and then lobs it over the top. But Seahawks defense stepped up big there. Yeah, a lot of that credit can be given to Bobby Wagner in the last play. He called it out like, um. He knew it was going to be Cam Newton to the left. He called that out, like, moments before the play. Yeah. Bobby Wagner's a great communicator for the Seahawks. You know, he's a good – he's a great leader on defense. I mean, best linebacker in the league, especially, like, we were talking about, um, was it two weeks ago or a couple episodes ago. But he's a good leader for their team, and his communication's great, like you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, What do you want to talk about next? Um, Next – I want to go, if it's okay with you, I want to go to the Sunday night game, the Raiders-Saints game. So, it was it was a good game. Raiders were ahead by a touchdown and had the ball with a couple minutes left to go. Third down, Saints needed a stop in order to win the game. Derek Carr takes a shot to Henry Ruggs, overthrows him because Janoris Jenkins held Ruggs' arm and there's a P.I. call. Then Raiders kick the field goal on the next third down they face and – Carlson drills it to seal the game. I really like that play call um, by John Gruden. I thought that was a phenomenal play call to kick the field goal there, just to seal the game. Because, I mean, if they don't make that field goal, Saints have great position. But overall in the game, Darren Waller went crazy. 12 receptions, 103 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, you probably love that because of fantasy. Um, But Derek Carr also played insanely well. Made some great throws, outplayed Drew Brees. Saints made way too many mistakes to win the game. Penalties, overthrows, etc. Drew Brees missed some receivers through that one really bad pick. I'd say my takeaway from the game is that the Raiders are steadily improving and they shouldn't be underestimated. Um, Brees just had a bad game and the Saints defense didn't really make up for it. Granted, Saints were missing Michael Thomas, but I mean, you can't let him carry your team. So, yeah, um, I completely agree with what you were saying about like the play call being amazing. But honestly, uh, the play call just throwing the ball to Henry Ruggs, you got to give it to one of your best players on a down like that in a game like this against the Saints, who are a Super Bowl favorite. Um, Derek Carr is playing like an absolute goon. Um, there were 282 yards, three touchdowns. Um, this is a very young offense, and he's for some reason, doing really well in it. I mean, he was an MVP candidate, was it, four or five years ago? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he signed the 
um, stadium after this is the first game of the Death Star. But yeah, overall, Saints, Drew Brees, Breezes, as much as I love him, didn't play that great. Um, you could see how much they missed Michael Thomas in the slant routes. It was, yeah. Nothing. Overall, yeah. great game by the Raiders. Yeah, great game from the Raiders. The Saints. The Saints need to not rely on Michael Thomas. I mean, they got to rely on other weapons to help breeze down the stretch, whether it be in the running game or different receivers stepping up. But you can't let Michael Thomas carry your team. And I don't think the Saints do. I think the Raiders the Raiders just outplayed them, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go with the uh, final primetime game. Bengals-Browns, this was his Thursday night game. Burrow played amazing. Through for what was it, three hundred fifteen yards, three touchdowns. Um, Joe Mixon, AJ Green, very underwhelming. They combined for a total of seventy five yards. That's that's bad. AJ Green, I don't know what happened to him. And then Joe Mixon, we trust him every year, but he still doesn't do anything. Um, same thing as last week. O line was horrible. Um, they did lose one of their linemen, so they had to put in Fred Johnson. Terrible. This is going to become another RG3 situation. Andrew Luck, whatever you want to call it. Um, we got a good young QB who just keeps getting derailed by injuries. Uh, Browns are playing like 1920, um, running the ball every single play. Um, Kareem Hunt really booted the Bengals out of that game with that touchdown reception. Um, no pun intended. Um, but. Odell and Nick Chubb were pretty good. Miles Garrett, with, even with his helmet cracker elite, didn't play up to what we expected, but he was still pretty good. Brown's secondary is so was so horrible. I think that they can be pretty good with Denzel Ward and Andrew Sandejo and all the goons, but they did not play great. Yeah, I agree with I agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, Brown's running game was unstoppable, um, led by Nick Chubb with Kareem Hunt there to get some touches along the way. I mean, both backs play really, really well. Um, Baker didn't have to do much. I mean, meanwhile, on the other side, Joe Burrow threw it 61 times. I mean, with having one of the worst offensive lines in the league um, that allowed the third most pressures in the NFL through weeks one and two, um, but given the circumstances, Burrow played great. And I thought he really showed the NFL that he deserves to be there and should be well-respected. I mean, first rookie since 1950 to throw 60-plus times with no picks. Um, I want to point out, I'm not sure if you saw it. Did you see the play that offensive tackle Jonah Williams made? He had a great, great block when – who was it? I think Tavier Thomas was absolutely going to drill Burrow. I didn't see that, but I mean, I can imagine he was what the first round pick out of Alabama. I want to say. Yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right. Me. Yeah. Um, between the Bengals defense, who allowed 215 rushing yards, and the Bengals offensive line, I thought Joe Burrow just didn't have enough help, frankly, to win the game. Um, but. Yeah, I think Joe Burrow's going to be good, and he really proved himself um, on Thursday. And I think if he gets a functioning old line in front of him, he's going to be even better. 
Meanwhile, like you said, the Browns are improving and their running game has potential to be one of the best in the league. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield also played pretty well. As much as I hate saying that, I don't like Baker Mayfield. He's cocky. He's bad. But he had a good game. Um, but, yeah. Oh, and if we didn't mention it already, the Browns won the game 35-30. to 30. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, what game do you want to go with? Uh, actually, you want to go next or you want me to go? Go ahead. Okay, I'll go with the Cowboys Falcons game. Cowboys won 40 to 39. Um, Cowboys were down 20 to 0, and boy, did they rally back. Overcame four fumbles in their comeback. Um, Dak Prescott led the way with three rushing touchdowns. Um, after a slow first quarter, he just really turned it on. C.D. Lamb went crazy, catching 106 yards of Dak's 445. Um, eventually, the Cowboys came within two with a touchdown run by Dak. Then they did – this is close This is close to the end of the game. They did an onside kick that basically Zerloin didn't use a tee, and the ball more or less rolled all the way to the 45 before C.J. Goodwin pounced on it. Then C.D. Lamb caught a pass, and before you knew it, Cowboys were in field goal range to win the game. Um, Cowboys made an incredible comeback. Um, for the Falcons to be up 20 and get three turnovers and not win, must have made some mistakes. Seven minutes left, so they had 39-24 to 24 lead, and then their defense just could not stop the Cowboys' offense. Um, yeah. That's mostly what I got from the game. I thought Falcons need to step up and need to step up, like, just in general in week three after their first 0-2 start for a while, um, especially their defense. Somebody's got to step up, whether it be Dante Fowler or DeMonte Kazee. Somebody's got to step up. But Yeah. Um, I make the same joke every episode, but C.D. Lamb, C.D.'s nuts. Um He's really emerging as a stud. Um, Foya said Aluakon. Oh, my God. One of my f- absolute favorite players on the Falcons, forcing three fumbles in the first half. Unfortunately, he had to leave with a hamstring injury. But, oh, my God. I love that, man. Um, what what happened on that onside kick? I'm still very confused why the Falcons didn't attack that. Could have yeah. very easily picked it up, but they just watched it. Um, oh. Zeke showed why he's a top five running back in the league. Um, contract deck had a game. Um, yeah, well, Julio Jones didn't show up at all. He caught like what, two passes, three passes. Where yeah. was he? Kind of wondering the same thing. I'm not sure what happened to Julio. Yeah, but... Julio's my favorite player. That's not a Seahawk. I have his jersey and everything, but. Best Started him in fantasy over DK Metcalf, my favorite Seahawk, and I, I really regret my decision. Um, they, I got Super Bowl Fifty One vibes. Like I'm sure everyone did. You were up 15 with eight minutes left in the game, and you lost. Um, their defense was playing amazing in the first half, and then they decided not to. Um, I don't really know why. Um. But, yeah, the Cowboys definitely have one of the best receiving cores, if not the best receiving core in the league. Um, and, 
Yeah. Oh, actually, one more thing. Calvin Ridley, two games in a row. He's just been amazing. So pick him up in fantasy if you can. But sure. I honestly, I don't know how Atlanta managed to lose this game. Yeah. Didn't Calvin Ridley have like 35 points in back to back weeks or something like that? Something. It was insane. Absolutely crazy. I mean, oh my gosh, Calvin Ridley. That onside kick, I was looking at an ESPN article. Um, Falcons GM said that for sure that their guys did not know the rule and not know the rules of an onside kick. Because, like, just grab it. And they literally watched it roll all the way to the 45 and then let all the Cowboys players block them so that C.J. Goodwin could dive on it and pick it up. I mean – I don't think they knew the rules at all. I, I mean, just, it like, confuses you. Yeah. They blew a 20 to nothing lead, and then, okay, fine, whatever. But it's still the fourth quarter. You're up 15, and you lose. Cowboys won that game 40 to 39, just in case you're wondering. But, yeah. yeah. I thought it was – oh, my gosh. I mean, I just – I don't get it. That Super Bowl flashback for sure. I mean, glad they didn't have Kyle Shanahan on the team so we can't get blamed again. <laughs> glad he's on the 49ers. But, yeah, that was pretty crazy. You can't give up that big of a lead, especially when you're not playing against Pat Mahomes or something like that. Yeah, this is Dak Prescott. He's not good. And I don't remember, um, Was there was Tyron Smith playing this game? I think he was like a game time decision or something. I I don't actually know what happened with him. I think, yeah, I think he was debatable. Yeah. Game, but. Uh, next game I'll talk about. Um, I don't know. Let's go Broncos Steelers. Something random. Um, injuries hit the Broncos very very hard. They already lost Bradley Chubb for the year. Now Cortland Sutton's gone. Um, Drew Locke threw five passes and then he left. Um, honestly, Jeff Driscoll was not that bad, but he's not a starting QB in the league. Um, aside from that, Steelers' defense was elite, as always. Usual goons, T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, Bud Dupree, uh, Devin Bush, Minka Fitzpatrick, um, all those guys just playing great. Terrell Edmonds got a sack. That was random. And, yeah, Big Ben's looked pretty strong in his return, but so far he's only played the Broncos and the Giants. But yeah, we'll see where that takes him. Yeah, I agree with you. You can't you can't judge Big Ben's return with playing Broncos and Giants. You got to play a top a top team like Saints or or the Niners, which we'll talk about later. But you you got to play a top team to really test how good you are coming back from injury. Um, yeah, uh, Steelers won the game twenty six twenty one. Drew Locke sprained his AC, AC, so Driscoll had to take over. But I thought, overall, Driscoll played well, considering he was facing one of the best defenses in the league. Um, yeah, like you talked about, Terrell Edmonds got that sack. He came up big. Broncos had the ball at the Steelers 15 on fourth and two, trying to make a comeback. But Terrell Edmonds just ran straight at Driscoll, no blocking. I mean, don't know what happened there. But, yeah. James Conner played well. Really upset because I had him last 
week starting running back for my fantasy and he scored me like five points and this week he had like 106 yards and touchdown or two something like that yeah but yeah I thought Steelers were the better team and thought it showed their defense played really well mm-hmm. 100% all right what are you gonna talk about um I want to go to the Rams Eagles game yeah <laughs> So Rams won 37-19. Tyler Higby, my goodness, he had a great game. Three touchdowns. Um, Eagles did not start the game on the right foot. Their first drive being a fumble. Um, Miles Sanders fumbled, and then L.A. recovered. Um, Eagles were never really in it from the start. I mean, you could kind of tell by the way their offense was playing. Um, Sanders had a good game apart from the fumble. Um Eagles came back to within a touchdown with a field goal to make it 24 to 19, but there came Higby and the Rams again with a 28 yard catch from Goff. Um, my takeaway would probably be the Rams played well in both the passing and the running game, and they played like they deserve to win. The Eagles defense has really got to step up if they want to be a contender in the NFC East, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Higby, oh my god, only like, what was it, 54 yards, but three touchdowns? This man killed me in fantasy. And if you have him on your team, sell right now. Some idiot's going to overpay for him. He's not going to have a game like this again. Um, Jared Goff played pretty well. He threw just four more incompletions and touchdowns. The Rams running game, oh my god, it, it was great. Darrell Henderson, Cam Akers, all those guys. They all played pretty well after Gurley's departure. Um, Carson Wentz, really? I, I think you're better than Dak, but just show us. I want MVP Wentz back. You're athletic, just amazing all around. And then even if the stats didn't show it, Aaron Donald was in the backfield every single play. We knew that there was no way the Eagles would be able to block him, but come on, that was just crazy. So, yeah, Eagles really, really need to get it together. You lost against the football team and then the Rams? Seriously. I mean, Eagles are trying to be one of the top contenders in the NFC East. I mean, it's them and the Cowboys, really. And they got to step up. Oh, my gosh. Granted, the football team played well that past game, but Eagles Eagles have got to step up. I don't know what's going on with them. But, yeah. Yeah. So don't. Um, what you okay. got next? Uh, next I'll go with Lions Packers. Detroit, you were fourteen to three. The goat MMG even said that you were gonna win, and you lost. Do you let Aaron Rodgers score thirty-one unanswered? Aaron Jones. Oh, holy sh! Uh, non-censored word. Um, someone please just randomly drug test him. That man was insane. Almost one hundred and seventy yards. Um, he had 240 all-purpose yards and three touchdowns. He was the team's leading rusher and receiver. But, yeah, Detroit, no one really thought anything of you anyway. So, I guess it's not disappointing. But, yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you. Aaron Jones, oh, my gosh. He said he showed up in the passing and the running game. Um, I thought Packers had success on offense despite – not having Devonte Adams with, I think, a hamstring injury, and he left in the second half. Um, Lions blew an 11-point lead that they had in the first quarter. 
you can't let that happen. Um, I think we mentioned it last week or a couple weeks ago. In my opinion, the Lions have to get rid of Matt Patricia. The play calling was not there, and the lineup decisions could have been a lot better. I mean, they started Will Harris at safety over Tracy Walker. I mean, come on. Jeff Okuda had a good game, even though he only had to guard Packers' best receiver for half of it. Um, yeah, my takeaway would be the Packers are a well-rounded team, <clears throat> and they had other offensive weapons besides Devontae Adams, but the Lions just need to step up their coaching. My goodness. Uh, yeah, and by the way, guys, sorry if you hear anything. Um, that's my dog, Gucci, Gucci in the Guccilopolopolis, or Guccington, whatever you want to call him. He's very loud. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I think that's most of what we got for that game. Um, Next game, I'll go with, uh, let's go with the Cardinals Redskins. Kyler Murray was doing it again, uh, leading the Cardinals to the 30-15 to win. Uh, ran for two touchdowns, played like a real MVP contender. Terry McLaurin went crazy for the Redskins, 125 yards. Um, Cardinals offense used all their weapons, D-Hop, Kenyon Drake. The Redskins had a chance when Landon got that pick and then returned it to, I think it was the 19-yard line. But then Haskins fumbled a few plays later. Redskins had a couple opportunities. They just didn't convert. Yeah, um, the one positive I can find about this team is that McLaurin played pretty well. Um, I've been on the Kyler Murray MVP train for a while now, but Russell Wilson's going to win it this year, obviously, the greatest player of all time. But in the very, very near future, Kyler Murray's going to win one. I, I think the Cardinals could be considered a contender now that they have DeAndre Hopkins and all these guys locked up. But... um. Yeah, Kyler Murray, very, very, very good player. Um, DeAndre Hopkins balled out. He was great. He's been great. I don't know why the Texans traded him. I'll never be able to figure that out. But, yeah, Cardinals are a very, very good team right now. Yeah, I agree with you. Like you were talking about, about DeAndre Hopkins, like if you're Texans head coach, and you're looking and seeing D-Hop get all those yards, rack them and racking them up for the Cardinals. Oh, my gosh. You just got to be second-guessing that decision for sure. But Redskins kind of cooled down after their hot start in week one versus the Eagles. And Cardinals show why they're truly a team to watch, like you said. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll go with. Bills Dolphins actually that was one of the most surprising games. Dolphins almost won that 30 to 33. Um long schlong Donkey Kong Josh Allen. He played great. Almost 420 yards. Shout out Snoop Dogg and um four touchdowns for the air. And then he trucked one of the goats Kyle Van Noy just absolutely threw him. <laughs> um he did a great job getting Stephon Diggs involved, throwing his way 13 times. He got eight catches, 153 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Miles Gaskin, one of my favorite players, seventh-round pick, absolute stud at UW, um, now is the starting running back on an NFL team. He was the leading rusher this game, only like 60 yards, but still. Gisecki, oh, my God, eight catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown? Such a goon. And then – uh, Fitzmagic threw for 330 yards and two, D, two TDs. 
So, overall, a good game by both teams, but the Bills are pretty serious. Josh Allen is a very good QB. I was wrong about him. I didn't think he'd be good. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought – I agree with what you said about Gasecki played a great game. I thought the Bills not having Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds made it a lot easier for the Dolphins to attack, and I think they really used that with Gasecki in the passing game. Um, offensive game for both teams. Uh, Bills made some offensive line changes in their lineup from week one to week two. Um, I thought that helped Allen be more successful, but goodness, he had a game and like he could really be one of the top passers in the league if he keeps playing like that he's just gotta do it consistently you know but yeah not much to say about the rest of that game it was it's a good game and if we didn't mention bills won 31 28 yeah um you wanna go next uh sure next i'll go with the colts vikings Kirk Cousins played like a nightmare. Oh, my gosh. Three picks, didn't even complete 50% of his passes. Vikings offense was just all over the place, and the defense did not help out. I mean, for Kirk Cousins, it's – no, I don't like that. Um, But, yeah, cornerback group for the Vikings isn't looking so great this year. Um, Jonathan Taylor played well in his first NFL start. Mo Alley-Cox – absolutely carried the Colts passing game, responsible for more than half of Rivers' yards. Vikings, I thought they just had an off game. Feeling really didn't show up. Um, it isn't how we've seen them in the past, so I think they'll regroup. Uh, but, yeah, I think that mainly the Vikings' defense has just got to step up when the offense isn't playing well. And Colts, Colts played well, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know why on top of that massive contract, the Vikings felt the need to give Kirk Cousins an extension. He threw for 113 yards and three picks, and he took a horrible, horrible safety against a Colts defense that's pretty good, but it's not elite whatsoever. Both of these teams think of themselves as contenders, um, or they should at least. I don't really – I didn't see that from either one of them today. Um Philip Rivers wasn't great, but he didn't have to be. Um, Jonathan Taylor ran for 101 yards and a touchdown. If you picked him up in fantasy, you're welcome. Um, Mo Alley Cox, one of the greatest names I've ever heard, right behind the goat, D Virgin. Um, but he carried the Colts passing game as well, or like Caden said. Um, the Colts lost their starting safety, Malik Hooker, for the year, which hurts. But aside from that, their defense did play pretty well. And the Vikings offense just got to show up next week. Yeah, I I agree with you. Not having Malik Hooker, I mean, it it hurt him. But, yeah, it's, both teams are contenders. Um, Vikings obviously didn't play like it. But they both teams, both teams have some potential. Yeah. Um, next game, I want to talk about another very surprising game. Jags at Titans. Um, maybe you just abort ambition, Operation Tank for Trevor and just stick with Minshew instead. He's been playing amazing. Um, through like a 95% completion last week. I just balled out today. 
Uh, James Robinson played pretty well, too. Um, the Jags starting running back now that Leonard Fournette's out. But, again, sell. Someone's going to pick him up in fantasy. Like, there's, someone's going to overpay for him. Just please go ahead and do that. Um, the Colts de- – or, sorry, not Colts. Jags defense surprisingly did a really good job shutting down King Henry, which really forced the Titans to rely on Tannehill. And they were not disappointed whatsoever. They're for 240 yards and four touchdowns. This is what they paid him for. Um, John U. Smith caught two touchdowns, but aside from the QBs, no one really played exceptional. Um, but yeah, this was, I unfortunately didn't get to watch it, but it was a good game from what I've heard. Yeah, from what I've heard too, it was also a great game. Guskowski got the game-winning field goal for the Titans. Um, then Minshew threw a pick on the ensuing possession to seal the game for the Titans, but Tannehill had a great game. Like you're talking about, both QBs played well. Uh, threw for 239 yards, four touchdowns. Um, made an outstanding throw on his fourth touchdown to Adam Humphreys, I think it was. He got hit in the pocket. He's falling backwards, and he still lofts up a dime. But Jaguars did a great job coming back and making the game close after being down 14. Uh yeah, like you were talking about, Minshew stepped up and made that happen, effectively used DJ Chark. Uh, yeah, like you said, Jamison, uh, sorry, James Robinson deserves a good amount of credit for being consistent down the stretch. But, yeah, sounded like a good game. I also didn't get to watch it, but. Yeah, Um. what do you want to go with next? Um, next, I'll go with the Ravens and Texans game. Ravens won 33-16. to 16. Uh, Yeah, Ravens won 33-16. Sorry, just repeated that. But um, game started off slow with a near scoreless first quarter, but then Lamar and Mark Ingram just started taking over. Ingram took a snap on fourth and one for 30 yards to the house. Uh. Texans offensive line has got a good amount of area for improvement. They want to make Deshaun Watson really successful, but I thought for the most part, it was a really slow game to start, but then Lamar and Mark Ingram took over. Yeah, um, the Ravens' running game was elite. They had four players getting over 45 yards, one of which included Lamar. Uh, Lamar did Lamar things, reigning MVP. Um, the rest of the offense just kind of flowed around him. He was having a great game, so everyone else was too. Texans were horrible. Nothing on the ground, nothing through the air. Um, their kicker was their leading scorer. Extremely sloppy game from them. No defense, nothing. They didn't do anything. Sure. Didn't Texans kicker have like three field goals or something like that? Something absurd. Um yeah, uh, Kiami Fairbairn was 10 points, and the rest of the team had six. So, there's that. You should have your kicker be getting that many points. I'm sorry. You you just – football, there's offense and defense, and then you have special teams. Come on. You can't let your kicker get that many points. Well, I mean, sorry, not complaining. You do want your kicker to get that many points, but – the rest of the team and the offense has got to step up. My goodness. So Yeah, definitely. Um, next thing I wanted to talk about, Chiefs at Chargers. This is actually one that we watched together. Um, 
Justin Herbert, oh, my God, just got the call minutes before the game that he'd be starting after Tyrod went out with that injury. He played great. I mean, don't get me wrong, he wasn't, like, second coming of Russell Wilson or anything, but um, he threw a pretty bad interception and some inaccurate passes, but overall he was really good. Um, they almost had a chance to knock off the defending Super Bowl – sorry, uh, the defending Super Bowl champs, but um, Mahomes, the Tyree kill, just a bit too much to match for anyone. Um, and they sent the game into overtime, which ended in Harrison Butker hitting three straight 54-yard field goals for the game. That was incredible. But, yeah, I mean, aside from that, you just this proves that you can't stop the Chiefs. And until I'm – until someone does it, I'm not going to think otherwise. Same here. I mean, it was a really closely contested game, I mean, which you kind of wouldn't expect with the Chiefs. I mean, while the Chargers do have a good defense, Holmes didn't start out super hot, but then, like you said, Tyreek just got it going. The Disney princess, oh, my gosh, Justin Herbert, he played really, really well, along with Joe Burrow, one of the best rookie QB performances there was last week. Don't have much to say about that. Um, yeah, it was funny watching Harrison Butker make three of those 54-plus yard kicks or whatever in a row, like you mentioned. That was pretty funny with all the timeouts and penalties and all that. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've only got a couple more games left, so I'll go with Panthers-Bucks next. Uh, run CMC, not going to run for the next four to six weeks. Um, he hurt something. I don't know. I'm Indian, but I'm not a doctor yet. Um, Teddy B, just pull it together. I I was rooting for you, even though I'm I'm so sorry about this. Um, even though uh, you played us in that playoff game with Blair Walsh, but still, I think you're one of the most underrated QBs in the league. You went five and zero with. The Saints, you were really good with the Vikings. I mean, there was that one stint with the Jets, but no one's been good with the Jets. Um, just uh, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, they looks like your favorite targets today. Uh, but they both eclipsed 100 yards, which is two players that are really key to the offense, so it's good that they can, you know, prove it. Um, Brady and Mike Evans, a connection that we've been waiting for. Still no sign of Gronk, EA. They gave him a 95 overall this year, which is just insane. Um, Leonard Fournette was great running the ball, rushing for 103 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I know that there were people giving their hot takes on, like, the Panthers winning this game, but let's be real, no one seriously thought that they would. Um, Yeah, uh, the main takeaway from this game is that CMC got hurt. Aside from that, they weren't going to win regardless. Jeremy Chin got ran the ball. I was very confused. <laughs> Panther yeah. safety. But, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that was really funny. I thought, why do you have Jeremy Chin running the ball? I mean, just, I don't get it. But Brady had a better game than he had in week one. Like you said, Leonard Fournette and Mark Evan, Mike Evans are the ones who really stood out on the Bucks' offense. I thought the main reason the Bucks won is because of their defense. Four takeaways as well as sacking Bridgewater five times. Wow, that's they played really well. Um, like you said, CMC's injury, just so many good players are getting hurt this week. We'll talk about Saquon in a little bit, but 
yeah, don't have much to say about that. Yeah, so we got two games left, and I'll let you choose. We got Giants, Bears, and Niners, Jets. Your pick. Um. Okay, we'll go. We'll go with Giants, Bears because we have to talk about this team that's going to win the Super Bowl this year. We have to talk about them last. So we'll we'll start with Giants, Bears. Uh, Bears offense got off to a really fast start. Had a 17-0 lead at halftime. Trubisky played well in the first half. 13 for 18, two touchdowns. But let's just say not so great in the second. Like, Trubisky was playing like some, oh, we Lamar. Like, but then in the second, he was playing like, huh, Trubisky. 5 of 10, 31 yards, two picks. Bears often just couldn't get it going in the second half. Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. Saquon and CMC, I just, I can't. So many good players are getting hurt. It hurts a lot in fantasy, too. But um, Daniel Jones faced a lot of pressure in the pocket. Had one strip sack and four sacks total that with the Bears defense coming at him. Yeah, takeaway, the Bears need to play a little bit more consistent football. I mean, Trubisky needs to play more consistent football. Not the rest of the Bears. Trubisky needs to play more consistent. And, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry if you hear any notifications or anything. My neighbors, ma'am, texting me. Nick, can I show you some funny cat memes? But, <laughs> um, this is not an exciting game at all. Um, Trubisky, like you said, is okay. Um, the only real thing that happened this game, Saquon Barkley out for the season. I really hope that this doesn't turn into another Derrick Rose type thing where he just keeps getting injured. But um yeah aside from that nothing really happened in this game uh Trubisky he looks like the Trubisky that Ryan Pace drafted but then he looks like the Trubisky that Ryan Pace actually drafted so can't argue with that logic (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that leads us to our final game um Niners Jets so, uh, it, it was the Jets that might be the worst team in the league. The Niners won 31-13. to It's the injuries, though. Oh, my God. Uh, Jimmy G, Nick Bosa, George Kittle, Richard Sherman, Debo Samuel, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, DJ Jones, Dre Greenlaw, Weston Richburg, Ronald Blair, Richie James, Solomon Thomas, Julian Taylor, Jason Verrett, Jalen Hurd, and D. Ford aren't going to play next week. That list looks like the back of a shampoo bottle. That is insane. Um, aside from that, did Jets you are name the entire roster? Sorry, I was just want to say, do you name the entire roster? My <laughs> gosh, so many injuries. Sorry, yeah, continue. That was longer than a CVS receipt. It was, um, Jet Jets were bad. Uh, Sam Darnold, trash. <laughs> There's really nothing else to say about this game. Get Adam Gase out of New York right now. This is the saddest franchise in football. Uh, but. Yeah, since you're the Niners fan, I'll let you end it off. Okay, I might go on a little bit of a rant here, but yeah, came into the game already having injuries. Richard Sherman with the calf and Kittle and D4 with neck spasms. But then everybody got hurt. I I I I don't I yeah I don't I don't get it. Raheem Mostert, all those guys you named, Nick Bosa. I was so sad. Nick, I saw the picture of him getting like carried out on the heart thing or whatever you call it. I feel so bad for him. 
second year in the league, won Defensive Rookie of the Year last year. Now he tore, tears his ACL. I mean, that's a hard injury to come back from. 49ers took over from the beginning. First play with the 80-yard touchdown from Raheem Mostert. Uh, like you were saying, Jets' lack of offensive talent like really held them from accomplishing much on that end of the ball. Their weapons, Jamison Crowder uh, and Le'Veon Bell, like not having them just didn't help at all. And then you're left with Sam Darnold just throwing it to some other no-name receivers. Like you said, Adam Gates has got to get out of there. Coaching was terrible. I just want to ask you about this. He kicks the field goal on fourth and goal when you're down 24 to three. And I, I don't get it. Um, 49ers proved why they went to the Super Bowl last year, but are really going to need those players from injuries. They played the Jets. You, you can't prove anything against the Jets unless you lose. Then you're worse than the Jets, which, well, um, just true. stay away from football for a little. Um, true. But we'll still say that the 49ers proved why we went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, um, they yeah. need players like Rick Armstead and Jarek McKinnon to step up with injuries, but yeah. Niners are really hurt by this. Um, Hopefully, um, the Seahawks beat the Niners in their next matchup. I know that you're going to have the GOAT, Jimmy Jesus, back, but I think we'll be just fine. And, yeah, I think we're all done for today. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.